Hello, I'm Janet Davis, and welcome to Food Plus Freedom, a solution-based podcast and website for freedom-loving people, where you get solutions about buying food, supplies, and finding freedom for your family without always being dependent on big government, big business, or big agriculture, without being dependent upon their propaganda, information, and having to buy what they say. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, visit our website at foodplusfreedom.com for more podcasts, articles, and a free e-newsletter. Remember to stay till the end of the show for our quick tip of the week. You can also find us on social media, Twitter and Truth Social, at Food Plus Freedom, on Podbean at foodplusfreedom.podbean.com, and on Telegram at t.me backslash food underscore plus underscore freedom. Today is October 25th, 2023. This is episode 11, which is the last part of our series of Mindset and Knowledge. Why should you get away from big business, big government, and big agriculture? Now on with the show. I always say you need a why. Why you want to change something, why you want to go somewhere, why you want to do something. Well, having food and freedom, you definitely need a why and a big why because Your ideologies and your mindset may not be the same as your friends or your family, and most likely you're going to see your mindset changing, or maybe your mindset's not changing. Theirs is just going the other way. So this week we're talking about reasons why you need to get away from big business, big government, and big agriculture. Knowing these three things inevitably gets you moving forward or towards or in or pushing forward of your why, or it helps you redefine your why. And it definitely helps you push your way through where you are right now to the next part of your why. Your why, you want food independence and freedom. So today we're talking about you, which means you need to dig inside to yourself and think, why do you want to go on this journey? Why do you want to get away from big business? Why do you want to get from big government? Why do you want to get away from big agriculture? You most likely have some reasons why. Hopefully, I can give you a few more. Before we get started on our whys, I want you to think about something. You can get information from anywhere, from anyone, but you get to decide what you believe. In our podcast where there needs to be a note of where we found the information, it'll definitely be in the podcast. I usually tell you. But all information, regardless of where it comes from, the government, your friend, an article, run it through your brain. Run all the information through your heart. Run it through your soul. And then run it through your brain again. Go with your gut feeling. Unfortunately, our world has gone mad, and that's putting it mildly. We weren't supposed to live in this world, but we must have been because we are here. But the world that we all know is different than the world we're looking at right this second. 
If it didn't change three years ago with the pandemic, it definitely changed several weeks ago with more war. So please, I ask you to be mindful in your thoughts and run everything through your brain because you're a smart human being and you have a brain. You're smarter than everything else that's going on with big government, big business, and big agriculture. You're just going to have to wrap your brain around some of the information you hear because for so long, especially if you're over 50, we were taught to believe in these things, believe in these entities, and that our country was a just place. I'm not saying it's not just. I'm just saying the world has just gone mad. So now let's get on to why we want to get away from big business. Let's start with big business doesn't give two craps about you, your family, your environment, or your community. They're here to make money. Of course, everybody's here to make money, but they are really here to make money. They make decisions from the top down, not caring what happens to the people at the bottom. And most of us in their little hierarchy of life are somewhere near the bottom. Even if you work for the company and you're in middle management, you're still closer to the bottom than you are to the top. That's one big reason why you should get away from big business is because they do not have an interest in your life and what's good for your community. They may have cool stuff inside their store, but they don't care. Look at all of the grocery stores. How many of them have been bought out and bought out and bought out? So instead of having five small grocery stores, you have one or two. This is a perfect example of big business buying out smaller companies to take over. What Once they take over, they now decide what you have access to. Yes, we have the internet and we can go on the internet and we can get what we want. However, if you need something right now because there's an emergency, you can't just jump on the internet. You have to depend on what companies have available right near you. Hence, a very good reason why you want some food freedom supply freedom is you want to have all the extra supplies on hand. So when there is an emergency, it's become a diluted emergency because you have what you need on hand. But with big business, they decide what they're going to have. And when they push all the small companies out and there's no one else to compete with them, then you don't have a choice. Now, you might be thinking, well, I, I shop at Home Depot and Walmart and Target and Lowell's and all these large companies. And I'm not saying all of them are bad. I'm just saying they're big businesses. And that's where I'm lumping them all together today. And you might be thinking, well, these are the places I shop. I can't get my things someplace else. Oh, yes, you can. You can get almost anything you want online. You can get almost anything you want made not in China. 
And I'm a huge advocate of not in China. I would love to be able to say made in the USA only, but we're not back to that point in life yet. So not in China and not in Taiwan. Because I believe that Taiwan is really run by China and it's just kind of like a front, but that is my opinion. So how do you go about getting away from the big box store? Look at what you buy. What do you buy? Sit down with yourself, your family and say, hey, uh, you know, what do we, what do we buy at the store? Not food, just supplies. Most of you are going to buy toilet paper, I hope, deodorant, shampoo, soap, pencils, plates. I know whenever I've gone into one of those big places, usually spend $100 or more. What are you buying? And then go and try to replace it. If you're buying toilet paper, in the last episode, I told everybody I was looking for a better place to buy toilet paper because I found out my toilet paper was being made in China and I didn't like that. And I've narrowed it down to two places. And I'm not going to tell you who I pick because I don't think that's fair. But I am finding toilet paper not made in China and I'm going to have to order it online. But even thread, if you like to sew, there's only so many companies that make sewing and embroidery thread. Everybody else buys it from those companies and rewinds it. But there are a couple of companies out there that make thread. And as a side note, it has been suggested to me that on the website, we have a list of companies that um, are small companies online that you can buy things from. And this is in the works, just on a sidetrack. So for big business, go back and look at what you're buying and who you're buying from. Now, if you do have a, a large company that is giving back to your community and you feel comfortable that you want to spend your money there, by all means do so. But you have to remember, when it comes from the top down, big business doesn't care about you, your environment, or your needs. Big government. That's a huge hole that if we start digging, we will dig our way to the other side of the planet and back and still not have an answer. I don't know anyone in my circle that wants big government. Why? Because we pay for it. We pay for it with our dollars, with our soul, with their rules, with everything. We pay for it with them changing their mind on how they, we can live and them telling us what's best for us. Last time I checked, we were all adults. Apparently not everybody acts as, a, as an adult. But we do know that the bigger the government is, the more and more we pay in taxes. All taxes go up. Properties, sales, vehicle, income, and any other fee the government can add to you as a taxpayer. If you don't believe me, or maybe some of these taxes don't affect you, look at your wireless telephone bill. My phone has a surcharge of $4.31 to the federal government and $3.02 to the state. That does not seem like a whole lot of money. But think about all the people who have a cell phone that is paying these two 
small fees. Let's just say it's $7 a line. At 100 people, that's $700. At 1,000 people, that's 7,000. A million people, it's 7 million. The nickel and diming adds up to them and away from us. How do we get away from big government? Well, we always hear that saying, you got to vote, your vote counts. And then there's the other side that says, yeah, but I'm just one person. You know, that conversation you've heard in society, and maybe it's in your own brain. But we can make a difference with government at the lower levels. Find out who is running for your city councilor, your mayor, your village, your township, your county, your school board. Because change and good change always starts at the grassroots. I'm not saying you have to run for office. I'm not advocating you put yourself out on the line because I wouldn't think being a political person would be very secure at this point in life. But there are people who want to do that. And we can do our due diligence to find out who they are, go to their town halls, find out what they want, go onto the government sites and find out what bills they're passing. Yes, it's a little bit of work, but instead of listening from the news of what's going on, you can start affecting things from the bottom up. You may feel it's just you, you're just one person. And even if you don't use any of the information to push an agenda of your own or to push back, you are getting very good information from the main source so that you can make decisions for yourself. So that when you hear on the news, so-and-so politician did so-and-so, but you're actually looking at what they voted for and what the bill was, you can make up your own mind. And then when it's time for voting for these people, you can decide who you're going to vote for. Are we ever going to have a perfect government? No. We're in crazy times. But at least if we can be aware of what is going on, be aware of what is happening, push back where we believe we need to and we get others to push back. Sometimes it takes one push person to push back and everybody else to laugh. And that one person to push back again and then they become two people because they see that one person is not giving up and good things can roll. So with government, nope. I don't know anybody, do you, who wants big government and want to pay more money? But we do need to be aware of what the government is doing and what they are telling us and to run it through our brain to see if it makes actual sense. Big agriculture. Hmm. Let's call it big ag. Sometimes I don't know where to start on this subject. I do live in a small farming community. No, I haven't always lived here. But there is a saying around here that says, buy from your small farmer. We don't have enough customers to want to harm or kill any of them. Plus, we eat our own food too. Can Big Ag say this? No, they cannot. Not only that, Big Ag is bought and paid for by big government and big business. And as we're finding out slowly... They're also bought and paid for by big pharmaceutical companies or big pharma.
kind of crazy to think about it, but it's true. Big government, big business, and big pharma want to confuse you about your food. I don't know about you, but I come from a world where you plant a seed, it grows, you eat it, it's good for you. We're now in a world where that seed could be genetically modified, it could be genetically engineered, it could be bioengineered. The food could even just not be real. We could, we have fake meat. How do you have fake meat? It's just not meat. We have fake eggs. We have produce that has been manipulated in a lab that doesn't need to be. We have crackers and goodies in the store that has so many different ingredients in them, they can make you sick because it's processed. You know, when I was a kid, we had processed food, but you know what? There was real sugar in it. You know, ice cream was milk, cream, flavoring. There was no guar gum or any of the other hundred million different ingredients that could be in just a basic ice cream. That's not the world we live in anymore today. And big ag is everywhere. We have to eat. We absolutely have to eat. But this is where you get to decide what you eat. And in these podcasts, you're going to hear me talk a lot about food because after all, this is food plus freedom. And without being healthy and without having information to choose what we're eating, we can't be free. Because one of the basic needs we have is food. So what can you do about big agriculture? Get educated and get as educated as you can. One of the things that big ag does is they have this thing called safety or recalls. I don't know how many of you are aware of it. If you're interested in it, you can find it at fda.gov. If you search for recalls, you can find it. And what it is, it's a large database on all the recalls that have come through the FDA from today back years. Um, the reason I bring this to your attention is to show you how insane Big Ag is. I'm going to look at the week of this coming up here. We're going to start on the 19th. And the 19th to 20th, there were one, two, three, four, five recalls on food. One of them was from Kroger, from their bag collards. One was from Greenhead Lobster, from their frozen lobster. One from Medtronics, which is actually says it's from McGrath Mac Video Laryn Gyscopes. Can't pronounce that one. But that one was recalled because of a stolen potential defect. What does that mean? Another one was from Natural Path Organic, organic food. They have recalls too. 
That one was because there was undeclared peanut in it. And the other one on the 19th was from Tiffany Foods, which is mini fruit, jelly cups, mangoes sort of flavor, and because may pose a choking hazard. So the reasoning for these recalls are may pose a choking hazard, undeclared peanuts. My question is, what is in that that it might cause somebody to choke? Undeclared peanut, I could see if they are making... There, it says pumpkin, spice waffle, gluten-free dark chocolate, chocolate chip waffles. I'm going to bet they made something with peanuts on it and nobody cleaned it. Uh, this Medtronic one, I have no idea what that is. The lobster has listeria in it, which is a foodborne illness. Not sure how you get it. But the next one has listeria also from bag collards. And then... I peeked up one more to the 21st, and this one is for dog food. There's a recall on dog food because there could be salmonella in it. So this database from the FDA keeps track of all of the products that have been recalled, and they call them volunteer recalls. That's always an interesting Thing to me. And what it is, is that if there has been a complaint, the FDA goes to the farm and says, there's been this recall. They don't even actually have to test anything. The company just says, okay, we're going to do a recall and we're going to do a withdrawal. I notice on here they have safety alerts now, which has expanded on what they report. There's not proof of where it came from. You know, is there salmonella because somebody's doing something wrong on the farm? Is it because it's being brought in from overseas and the way they handle it is just not clean? We don't know. We don't have any answers at all. But if you buy from a small local farm, you're not going to have that problem. Now you think, well, I'm not at the point yet where I am storing all my food for the winter and we can't grow all year round and we can't buy from places that grow all year round because nobody grows all year round near me. That's a fair thing to say. Then you are going to have to buy fresh food from the store. But get to know who you're buying from from the store if that's the route you're going contact the companies, look at them, make sure they're not a gigantic conglomeration. And here's another thought, do without. Doing without doesn't mean you're doing without because it's a negative. You're doing without because you're choosing not to do something which is empowering I always suggest people eat organically, even if it's from a bigger company. Why? Because there are some things that are set up that they are supposed to do correctly. So you're not getting genetically modified food. You're not getting bioengineered food and you're not getting synthetic sprays. What a company does is a different story. But remember, you have to eat, so you have to pick the best choice that you can 
for what's going on. So do you have a few more whys? You want to be a little more food freedom? I hope so. And how are you going to start on your new food freedom? Simple. You're going to become mindful of what you buy, what you eat, and where you buy it from. And slowly and surely, you will get away from big business. You'll get away from big ag. You'll get more educated about big government. Hopefully, you'll be able to stay away from big pharma. And you'll gain more food freedom and more freedom. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can always email me at support at foodplusfreedom.com. I will answer you. Hang tight for the tip of the week. How fresh are your eggs? It depends where you're getting them from. If you are raising your own chickens and they are giving you what my grandchildren call butt nuggets, then you're getting fresh eggs throughout the week. However, if your chickens are running around, you might run into an old nest and you really need to find out how old those eggs are. If this is your case, float them. What floating is, is where you take cold water, you put your eggs into them, and you want to do it before you eat the eggs because if you wash your eggs, they don't last as long because the natural membrane around the outside is washed off and they will go bad faster. So once you have floated them or washed them, make sure you get them into the refrigerator. But anyhow, you, you put them into a little bowl, you fill water above them. If any of them float to the top, they're not any good. Get rid of them. Yes, you can do this with your store-bought eggs as well. You don't actually know how old your eggs are. They usually say best used by, best bought by, but they don't really have when they were laid. If you float your eggs, they will also float up. Another way to tell how fresh your eggs are is that when you crack them, look at the yolk. If your yolks are nice and plump and kind of pop out of the eggs, they're a lot fresher than if your yolks are flat. Something about them being older and the oxygen makes the yolk flatten out. So now you know, you can figure out how fresh your eggs are with just a little bit of a floating or cracking them open and looking at the yolk. Now you know. Have a great day. Until next time.